1: Okay, here's the question. Do you actually, like, super-duper love Christmas movies? And we're not talking about, like, the big blockbuster Christmas movies like The Elf. Or like, I know it's not called The Elf, like Elf or... A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. Like home Alone. We're talking about like your real quick turn and burn, like Hallmark style. Now everybody's doing it. It's all over. It's on all your streaming services. Kind of, I'm going to call it Fluffy Christmas. Oh, that's nice. Do you like it? And why? 651-641-1071. I think I've realized that this year will be the year that I get into those. Because I've now watched two, and I'm like, I kind of am here for this as a journey for myself. I need to learn more about this
2: journey for yourself, Colleen. Well,
1: okay, so the first thing I need you to know, and by the way, we want to hear from you, 651-641-1071. Do you love, like, the Hallmark-style, you know, fluffy Christmas movies? And if so, why? And if not, we'll take your call, too. Tell us, uh, you know, why you don't like them. So when I was trying to find that Duluth-filmed Christmas movie that we talked about in the last segment. It's called Mary Kiss Cam. It, the name is terrible. I'm just going to be honest, but yeah. it tells you what you're watching. It's fine. <laughs> That's great. Um, when I was looking for that, I realized over at Hulu they have like a full tab. You click on the tab, and it takes you to their entire Christmas collection. Now, in their Christmas collection, you are going to get all the greats. You're going to get the, whatever Hulu has that is like the big deal. Mm-hmm. But you're also going to get you're also going to get a lot of these fluffy Christmas movies. And then you're going to get two things, Holly, that I need you to know about. Oh no. Oh, no. It's an oh, no. oh, yes. Because if there's anything that I think you will go to Hulu to watch, it will be this. And I want to get the names exactly right. There is a 20-minute long show called A Very Kitty Cocktail Party. <gasps> That is literally eight kittens in a cocktail party situation wearing cocktail attire, being kittens like the kitten bowl. Oh cute. We watched it twice yesterday. Oh. The whole family. I'm in mean, it's twenty minutes. And if yeah, and it's like perfect background, then if you if you're not into kittens, if you're more of a puppy kind of person, then you need to watch Puppies Crash Christmas, which is also twenty minutes of just puppies in a Christmas scenario. Look, I'm fine for the I'm fine are- for
2: puppy and kitten content. Then that's there's fine. another one? Now,
1: again, we're asking you... That's like,
2: like Yule Log yes. plus cute.
1: Right. And if you're looking for something that's a little bit more comical, but is also the Yule Log type thing, you can get 30 minutes of Santa stuck in the chimney. And it literally is <laughs> a view of the <laughs> fireplace with Santa's feet just dangling I was like this is hilarious I am here for this entire collection however I know that that's not typically kind of sit down and everybody watch kind of TV so I'm wondering if you love the fluffy Christmas movie, six five one six four one one zero seven one, meaning like the Hallmark-style Christmas movies. Yeah, these are everywhere.
2: They're literally everywhere Netflix now. Netflix has a bunch of them. One of them starring Lindsay Lohan. Yes. I was on HBO Max this weekend, and they even have their own. One is called Holiday Harmony. A likable and talented underdog gets momentarily sidelined from chasing her musical dreams when her van breaks down in a welcoming small town just before Christmas. Okay, see, okay. Remember how I just told you I
1: think this is going to be my year. Everything about that sounded delightful. (laughs) Like I think I've never gotten into the Hall. I know that there. I know so many people who are like it's Hallmark Christmas movie season. I am now twenty four hours wall to wall Hallmark, and I never have gotten into it. But I've watched these two holiday kind of fluffy, yes. And I'm like, everything about that storyline just made
2: me want more. You want I don't more? Know if I'm in the spirit. I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, if you don't want Give the me romance. More. HBO Max has a Christmas mystery for you. Oh, A group of intrepid kids sets out to solve the case of a town's stolen Christmas treasure in this engaging holiday family caper full of spunk and spirit. I love it. I might watch
1: that. (laughs) Okay, let's go to Tracy. Tracy's on the line. Hi, Tracy. Tracy, do you love or hate the Hallmark-style fluffy Christmas movies? I love
0: and hate. Oh. Oh! It's for the exact same reason.
1: Okay, so... You love them and hate them for what reason?
0: Because I'm a big old cry baby. And they make you cry. Oh my God. It all makes me cry. <laughs> so I'm happy I can cry, but then I'm mad because I'm crying because my daughter will come out and be like, oh, are you crying again? And I'm like, yes, I'm crying. I'm a big old baby. Oh my gosh, Tracy. Yeah.
1: I love it. So is it your season? Are you all in now?
0: Oh, I'm all in to the point that if you go to Disney Plus, uh huh. Guardian of the Galaxies did a Christmas special. Oh gosh. Because they all love Peter, so Drax (laughs) and Mantis go to Earth and kidnap Kevin Bacon for a gift for Peter. (laughs) Did you cry? I did cry. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. Oh, I love it. Tracy. Thank you. It's Aww. the one uh, the um Guardian of the Galaxies, it's I wanna say it's like forty ish minutes. Oh God. It's not very long at all, but it is the cutest, most lovable, happy at times sad story oh
1: my gosh Tracy I love it thank you so much for your call I just love that you You know that sounds far better than the Star Wars Christmas special hey 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 I know I like I have a love hate with that one too that one is camp classic. It it is fully camp classic but I appreciate that they're trying to you know bring back the the Christmas special you know like that. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go to Pam. Pam is on the line. Pam, do you love the fluffy Hallmark-style Christmas movies?
0: I love to hate them, and we've made a fun game tradition from it. Oh, fun. Hall. Well, there's two games. One, you can watch the first five minutes, and then you pause it, and everyone writes the synopsis of what they think is going to happen. I love it. And then at the end, who's ever closest wins.
1: I love that.
0: And then the other one is you have a blank bingo board and you just put things in there that happens in all those movies. And then while we watch it, we all yell if we got bingo. Okay, Pam,
1: that you just She's made so it. You just gamified it and it's way more fun already. It's so fun. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Thanks Pam. I love that idea though of stopping it. And everybody has to write down the entire synopsis because how very predictable. Well,
2: somewhere in a Hollywood vault, There is a Mad Lib for all of these movies, probably Yes, where people are like, "Mm, "Okay, executives, let's get into a room and Mad Lib the crap out of this for next year. No, I actually think that this is my destiny
1: in life (laughs) is to be in one of these thinking like one of these idea rooms, because what you just did, Holly, when you told me about two movies on HBO, I thought this is somebody does this. I bet that this is sort of like a special skill, kind of like naming porn. Like if you just come up with the name and then you retrofit the, All you have to do is come up with a festive name, Mm -hmm. and then you can retrofit the entire story, and there you have a Christmas movie. And I I think somebody just sits in a room all day and puts pen to paper and just turns these things out, and then different streaming services buy them, and that's how Christmas movies happen. And that's (laughs) that's how how an angel (laughs) gets its wings.
2: Okay,
1: that's how the baby was born. <laughs> Let's go to Roberta. Hi, Roberta. Do you love the fluffy Christmas movies from Hallmark?
0: My girlfriend and I hate watch them. Okay, and we had a heart stopping <laughs> moment yesterday. Oh, when one of them, the the um, characters are outside. They're getting ready for the, that last kiss, and they didn't have either snow, a comet. Or a shooting star. Oh. And those are requirements for The Last Kiss.
1: Obviously. So did it not feel real? No, there was something <laughs> wrong with that movie. Can you tell us the name of the movie? No, I can't remember. Oh, Roberta, I love you. She just, she's like, they did it wrong. It was broken. I can't remember what it was called. So we'll all look for it. That'll be like our little Christmas Easter egg. Everybody will be looking for which one of the movies didn't have the right last scene. Roberta, thank you for your call. <laughs> You're fantastic. You. Uh, when we come back, well, thank you all for weighing in. Now, speaking of Christmas movies, you may recall that uh, Candace Cameron Bure stopped, stepped in the dog's business a little bit with the way that she described how they would handle uh, certain relationships on her new network where she's doing Christmas movies. Well, the repercussions of that have been great. And let me just say, and we'll delve deeper into this on the other side of this break, but let's just say that there is trouble in the Tanner family because of what she said. How rude. Exactly. And uh, she needs to cut it out. We're going to talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, well, stuff is getting real spicy for the tanners. And I mean the full house tanners. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer will be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our friend Mike is at the controls, keeping us on the air, on the straight and narrow. Okay, so bringing everybody up to speed. Yep. Candace Cameron Bure. Man, I don't even this there's just like so much to this. So she was talking about her new her new partnership with a new um and what is it again? Now I can't remember. It's
2: Gaff. Gaff. Yes. Great American Family. family. Formerly Great American Country, country. which was called Gaff. So it
1: went from Gaff to Gaff. And then uh, Candace Cameron Bure made a little gaffe, uh, maybe a bigger gaffe than uh, she meant to, when she uh, made comments about the types of um, relationships they would be depicting in her holiday movies on gaffe. And she used the term traditional marriage. Now, that was met by a lot of critique. Uh, Most notably, we talked on this show about JoJo Siwa and how wonderfully she articulated um, her reaction to that. And the fact that she really felt like this was going to be the end of the road. For any type of truce that she and Candace Cameron Bure, and that's there's like a whole other backstory oh, to yeah. that.
2: There there is a history of beef between those two.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh now the beef is being cooked again. Let's oh. just put it that way. But but what I find to be very interesting is Jody Sweeton, who played Stephanie Tanner, both on Full House and then again on Fuller House. I mean, she and Candace Cameron Bure have had a friendship over these many years. Um and Jodie Sweetin has gone through a whole lot of stuff in her own personal life. Um but they've they've remained close off-air? Well, yeah, and they and they co starred in Fuller
2: House yeah. and have a long working relationship. Yeah.
1: Well, guess what? Jodie Sweetin did not agree with Candace Cameron Bure's uh I would just say, yeah, the the way that she spoke about this she did not agree with it. Oh, yeah.
2: And Jodie Sweetin called it out publicly. She
1: sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a result of that, Candace Cameron Bure has unfollowed her oh. on social media. Now, I find this to be really interesting because um, Jodie Sweetin still, now, this is so like, this sounds so juvenile. But listen, this is the this currency is we that are. we traffic in in uh, entertainment news. That is a way of reading the tea leaves of uh, Hollywood friendship. If somebody has unfollowed somebody, that's basically a way of saying, like, they're, they're beefing. Mm-hmm.
2: That's a way to give the middle finger to someone yeah. without giving the middle finger at all.
1: Yeah. And uh-huh. so what is interesting is that Candace Cameron Bure unfollowed Jodi Sweetin. However, Jodi Sweetin still follows Candace Cameron Bure. So even though it was Jodi Sweetin who initially was taking issue with the way that uh, Candace Cameron Bure was using the term traditional marriage um, and being, frankly, excluding of many actual relationships and marriages, Mm -hmm. which are legal, Mm -hmm. um, that she would not recognize them. Jody Sweeten spoke out about it, but Candace Cameron Bure was the one that made the first move. Yeah. In terms of like cutting off that relationship by unfollowing her on social media. Yeah.
2: Well, in doing it publicly, because Candace Cameron Bure is someone who traffics in social media attention. This uh, these behaviors guaranteed or calculated, you know, one can assume. Yeah. That they are very calculated because it gets press attention and this is how certain celebrities moved in the world. Look, for example, someone that we talked about in the first hour of the show, Jennifer Lopez, deleting her Instagram in order to get attention for her upcoming project. Celebrities leverage social media all the time as a source for publicity yes, and for whatever kind of voice they want to cultivate in yeah. the broader world.
1: And it's a way of spreading a certain message. Now, yeah. it's interesting. So, uh apparently, so I apparently I follow Candace Cameron Boulette, Bure 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 on uh, the Twitters and I got to check this really quick. I doubt anything has happened, but um she was tweeting, she was live tweeting with everybody one of her new gaffe Christmas movies mm-hmm. over the weekend. Well, that's great. I know, and I was like, it showed up in my feed. A Christmas
2: present. Yeah, was that the name? Because it debuted on uh, last night. Yes,
1: and she was like, she put, she tweeted this thing where she was like, "Thank you all so much for watching and for joining me tonight. It means the world to me, and I'm very grateful. If you loved the movie, it would mean so much if you spread the word to others." And I just tweeted. I just replied, "Nah," <laughs> and
0: I'm not I. Am- that, you, just honey. that
1: little thing that i did has gotten some i've gotten some clap back have you gotten some trolley i've been on called there? a troll Ooh. i mean you know well, fair enough yeah. i was a little trolley yeah. um uh, but you know i just was like ah, yeah no i'm probably not gonna do that candace um thanks. and that was sort of my way of saying nah thanks <laughs> to, to her entire vibe yeah, just nah. um just nah. Nah, i'm good thanks but people have opinions. People get real opiniony about uh-huh. about stuff. And listen, you might think that this is all petty, and some of it definitely is petty, But the consequences of the words she chose to use and the way she chose to um talk about marriage have real consequences on yes. real human beings. Yes. And so it's not it's it goes a little bit beyond petty. But I just want to say,
2: nah,
1: nah, nah, nah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show and by the way, I will have an eye on the Tanner family drama. Thank oh. you very much. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid Idiot. after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer will be back tomorrow. He's still digesting his Thanksgiving turkey. Working through it. Yes. Uh, Holly Roberts and I are here with you and uh, we have uh, the joy of telling you about some crazy, stupid...
2: Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots.
1: They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully you're not on an airplane with one of them. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Oftentimes you find them in the state of... Florida. Florida. And sometimes in other places... Yeah, I said, hopefully you're not on an airplane with one of them.
2: Well, yeah, because then you're in a metal tube hurling hundreds of miles uh, per hour in the air. Well, yeah. And our (laughs) first story takes place
1: on one of those metal tubes. Now, this one didn't make it into the air uh, for this story. Um, This was a Frontier Airlines flight that um, did not have the intended outcome Meaning it did not leave and go to its destination on time. Oh, you're going to say that maybe it turned around and went back. It didn't even get off the ground. Oh, dear. Because two, uh, two people rushed onto the airplane, elbowed their way past all of the Frontier Airlines staff, whose job it is to receive your boarding pass and make sure you're legally able to get on the airplane. They rushed past... All the crew members who tried to stop them, they got onto the airplane, they took their seats, and when they were pressed by the crew, they said, we're tired, we're tired, we've been traveling for 12 hours, or maybe they said 20 hours, sorry, Uh, (sighs) we've been flying a lot, a lot, for a long time, and we're tired, yeah, we're we're tired. We've been flying for 20 mother bleeping hours with our money. I don't know what the money has to do with it. Uh, you don't know where the you don't know what the bleep we've been through. We paid for our tickets just like you all did. We paid like you and I'm not getting off the airplane. And I they don't... and the and the crew said, if you don't get off the airplane. We will be forced to. Make everybody else get off the airplane and nobody's going to be happy. And then you will be forced to get off the airplane. And guess what happened?
2: Everybody had to get off the airplane.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't have a boarding pass. Oh. Now, whether or not they actually had a ticket like that, I don't know the details of this. And, and this all comes from a TikTok video. So we don't even know which airplane, like what what airport, where it was going, where it was headed from, whatever. We don't know the details and specifics of the story. But because the world is what the world is. And everybody's always on camera. We do have video of these people behaving badly. I they've taken it down off of TikTok now.
2: Ooh, all right. Yeah, so, so we, something's going some, on. Something is going yeah. on. But they, you would think that you would just be like, okay, yeah, we've been on the road for twenty hours. We are really yeah. tired. Yeah, well, let's just take our time. We have we cannot change things. Yeah. Let us just accept, and then we go on to the plane and we chill. Yeah. I feel like,
1: I get it, maybe they weren't all the way prepared, and so they didn't have their boarding passes, and they thought they were going to miss the flight if they didn't just get on, and so then they elbowed through. But then there was a moment where they were given the opportunity to make a different choice, and they chose not to seize that and moment. And they
2: chose being part of this segment on the yeah. radio. And that was, choices were
1: made. Choices were made, yeah. Anywho, so I don't know what happened to them, but I do know that uh, there are probably a lot of very angry frontier passengers. Oh! I'd be very upset. Yep. I would be mad, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, where are we going next, house? Florida! Yay, Florida! Where we have a
2: woman who is very upset, so upset, Colleen, that she is suing. Oh! And it is now... You could either call this woman a CSI or a consumer advocate. Yeah. Wow. That the, is the choice is up to you. It's a choose your own adventure. It a choose your own adventure because we have to talk about a woman named Amanda Ramirez who has filed a class action lawsuit against uh, what it, the name of the conglomerate of Heinz. Oh. Mm-hmm. She's suing them, Colleen, because she said that Velveeta's microwavable shells and cheese did not take three and a half minutes to prepare as stated on the package. Oh,
1: no. Did it take more time or less time? Well,
2: it took more time, and in fact, Amanda said she wouldn't have purchased Velveeta's microwavable shells and cheese if she had known that it would take longer than three and a half minutes to prepare on the label of the box. Now, (laughs) I
1: Okay, I have a couple questions I don't know if you have answers to. Yep. If it did not take three and a half minutes, how many minutes did it take? She didn't say. Okay, because <laughs> to say. me, like, okay, like if I think, okay, three and a half minutes, to me, I think you can be within two minutes of that and still be fine.
2: It depends that's on just me.
1: what machine you're using. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. is You also what? have to take into account like the power of your microwave. Also your altitude. Thank you. <laughs> but if it took her 20 minutes, then I would say they should be suing her oh. for not understanding
2: how to make macaroni and cheese. Now, uh, Amanda is suing for more than $5 million. No. The Kraft Heinz Food Company, uh, for statutory and punitive damages, plus interests and
1: costs. Oh my, gosh, I have so many I have so many more questions. Like what did she like what was so dire in her life that she didn't didn't have five minutes to make her shells and cheese? I have so many questions. I
2: don't know. but I can't. but uh, Amanda Ramirez says she bought an eight. She bought eight two point three nine ounce cups at several grocery stores oh. in October and November, and then she actually paid a premium price. She said of ten ninety nine for these boxes. Now she said that that price is higher than similar products that are represented in a non misleading okay. way. Now somebody just has found the thing which she believes is going to be her get rich quicks right now. Sometimes there are legitimate reasons mm-hmm. to take people to task. Now, look at the revised history of the McDonald's coffee lady. Yeah. That is a fascinating story. You should go and listen to Yeah. It. Some legit lawsuits happening because a product had labels that yes. were not correct. Yes, This? Yeah, this, this is a stretch. This.
1: this feels like a stretch to me. Yeah.
2: I, I, yeah. Oh, now, Amanda. Uh, Kraft Hines is not responding to any requests yeah. for comment.
1: I'm sure they're like, I don't have time for this in my life right I now. I don't
2: even have three and a half minutes. I don't have three and a half minutes sorry. to respond to this. Mm-mm.
1: Many apologies. Yeah. Wow. That is. Anyways. I'm sorry for her uh, <laughs> punitive damages. Uh-huh. Also, I, I can't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Let's go to Tulsa. We're going to Tulsa, Oklahoma where we are going to meet a whole family whose mm, family game night went awry um, when mm, a fight broke out. Now, listen, I've had family game nights that have not gone as intended. Get a little spicy? Yeah, sometimes. You know, somebody, one person is a little bit more competitive than somebody else. Um, You know, there's trash talking. You know, some of that is okay. But when it gets out of hand, that's when you got to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what happened with this family. Um, a fight broke out, and I can see actually how a fight broke out over this game, because I'd be fighting if you suggested to
2: play Monopoly. Oh, well, then that's their first mistake. Yeah, they exactly. decided to play Monopoly as a family. Yeah, that's not... That game? Mm-mm. Ooh, I can't- I know. Like what? what is what is Monopoly? A, does anybody
1: like playing Monopoly? Has anybody I, finished Monopoly? I think people do. How? I don't know.
2: How does that happen?
1: I don't know. Ask Ticketmaster. <laughs> I said it. Um uh, but honestly, they're so they sit down to play Monopoly and things uh, uh don't go well. Uh, and apparently a fight broke out with this family Monopoly night. And some of the family members were like, okay, this is getting a little too heated. Why don't you take this outside? Well, they took it outside. And that is when uh, Mr. Armstrong, I don't know his first name, uh, Mr. Armstrong chased down. John Armstrong chased down and fired a shot. Everybody's fine. Good. Thank you. At his stepsister and his stepmother. Father, sorry, stepfather and stepsister. They were running down the road. He was angry after a Monopoly game gone awry. Again, I would say any Monopoly game has already gone awry. Because you started it. Because you started <laughs> because it. Because you're
2: playing it. Uh, they,
1: uh, and then he said, when, when the cops arrived, he said, you know, he didn't shoot at them. He shot one. He fired one shot at the ground. Officers were not able to find the gun. Uh, they believe that it was hidden in the house before he surrendered. He has been arrested and booked into the Tulsa County Jail for assault with a deadly weapon. should
2: have just looked in Marvin Gardens. I'm,
1: well, I can tell you it wasn't at Park Place.
2: He did not pass go. He did not collect $200. How true he that
1: is. He went directly direct to, jail. to jail. Exactly. Mm. He's probably drawing something out of the community chest now. Uh-huh. Um. I honestly don't play Monopoly. I feel like no. that puts everybody in a bad mood, and oh. maybe this family. I'm not trying to blame the victims here, but maybe an another game choice for family game night might be any, better.
2: Literally any, literally any other game. game. Listen, any other game. When was the last time that somebody suggested playing Monopoly for
1: fun? I, I mean, for I, fun. I've had it suggested at my house, and I say we're not a family that plays that game. No. That's not what we do.
2: No, Monopoly was fun when you got to take the little thimble and the shoe and you got to play an imaginary yep. game with the car and the little, and Scotty, the little dog. Scotty dog. Oh, that yeah, that was, it was great. the best.
1: But no, you don't play the game. The money's fun, but the game is not. Also, also, I do just want to take this moment to ask if somebody could make an expandable sorry game. And what I mean by that is when you're a family of five, sorry is not a fun game to play. Sorry, we're not going to play. Just get because much? there's only four places, oh, but well, we rude. like to all play. So wouldn't it be nice if you could like wedge an extra one in or like if you got a family of six, you can wedge another one in or you can like if, if they could get working on that, get cracking on that. That would be just lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Game board consortium, get yeah, working get on, on it. it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're gonna play a game. That game is called the Throwback. What? After this on my Talk 1071.